Welcome to the Mind for Success podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Leving, and I love seeing business professionals, leaders, and entrepreneurs have massive success in their businesses. Are you ready to reach a higher level in your business? Are you looking to rise to the top and break through the barriers that are holding you back? If this is you, join us on the Mind for Success podcast as I interview other business professionals, leaders, and entrepreneurs who share their success stories with you. We're going to talk about tapping into your highest potential to easily achieve your highest goals. Before we begin, remember to subscribe and hit the notification button right now so you will be notified of every new episode. Take a deep breath and listen up. You're about to embark on a successful journey to help you break through to those higher levels of success. Now, welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Mind for Success podcast. Today, I am really excited to introduce my guest, Dr. Amy Novotny. And uh, she has just an incredible background. She's in the field of health and she's with the PABR Institute. Um, And she has a unique method for helping people with pain and stress, anxiety, and it's a natural approach. And she works specifically with business owners and entrepreneurs, high achievers. And that was why I had her on because I know how important it is to succeed, to be able to have these things under control. And she's got she's got all these credentials. She's co-authored two books. She's done a number of marathons and uh, the photography. I saw this. I'll let you go to her bio and read this, but, but she's even, she's a photographer for wildlife. And this is just a hobby I'm assuming. And she's even been on national geographic. So how cool is that? So welcome Dr. Amy to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me, Kim. It's such a pleasure and glad we had a chance to meet prior to this a little bit too. It's I'm looking forward to this. I am too. Like I said, I uh, health is a passion of mine. And I think for any entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, any business owner, anybody that wants to get to hire anything in their career or their, you know, whatever they're doing, if you don't have your health, there's no point because you're going to crash and burn eventually. You yeah. definitely will. And and unfortunately, many high-level entrepreneurs don't realize that until they've already crashed and burned. And and, and it's sad, um, but it's such an important topic. So I'm glad that we're discussing it today. Yeah, I am too. I am too. So tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. you and your company, just kind of the backstory mm-hmm. behind this method that you have uh, sure. come up with. Sure, absolutely. So kind of the short story is I started out with my doctor in physical therapy. I did that for a few years. And about after about five years, I was training to qualify for the Boston Marathon. And I was taking some coursework looking at asymmetries in the body. And it piqued my interest when it came to the diaphragm because the diaphragm is not 
not symmetrical. And so I started experimenting with my own body position and breathing. And after, at that point I had run maybe six or so marathons. Mm-hmm. And I realized when I was running on the treadmill for eight miles in about 55 minutes, I could get myself out of the typical runner's pains by changing my position and my mechanics of my breathing, not breath work, but actually the changing the mechanics. And when I could do that, I could get off the treadmill. It felt like I didn't even get on. And I was mm-hmm. running, you know, at a fast pace, just under seven minute mile pace. And I'm not a spectacular athlete or anything like that. It was just something I worked up to. And I stopped stretching, foam rolling, scraping, all those things that I was teaching people in the traditional physical therapy and rehab world to do, I stopped doing. And the next marathon I ran, I ran seven minutes faster, blew through the qualifying time for Boston. The one a few months later, another seven minutes. And I got to a 319 marathon with no other changes in my training, no other strength training changes, no running changes, just changing my nervous system. And so I eventually put it into this method that I now call the power method. And it started leading to, you know, you know, there's always trials and tribulations. So this is not all rosy. I'm skipping over the bad parts of, you know, a lot of tears and anguish. But it eventually led me to being hired by a world famous photographer to travel around the world to keep him out of a knee replacement surgery and a major shoulder reconstructive surgery that he had fallen and had an acute tear of his rotator cuff and biceps. And so he hired me to coach him on this method for about six months. And we traveled from the Arctic all the way to Antarctica during those six months. And then afterwards, I decided, okay, I got to take this to the world as best as I humanly possibly can. And that's when I started my business and said, okay, time to take that leap and become an entrepreneur and start to get this out there to this world. Amazing. And I know, so I had a couple of thoughts as you were telling that story, but the first one is, I know he's not the only high profile person that you've, (laughs) you've, we talked about that a little bit. I had to get, I wanted to get her permission to, um, to be able to say this, but, but Mm -hmm. who else have you worked with? Because I just was so wowed by that. Yeah. So shortly after I decided to start my business, I decided to go to a real estate investment conference just to learn and to meet people, get around a different crowd. And while I was there, the host of this event, they said, you you know who you need to work with? I was like, who? And they said, well, Robert Kiyosaki, I'm sure he could use your help. And for those who aren't familiar with him, he wrote Rich, he co-wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad with Susan Lecter, but he's usually considered the famous author of of that um, pair. And so I was at the event and then he was there as well. He's one of the main speakers and he brought all of his advisors and that. And so at one point they had a book signed and I just went up to him. I said, you know, your book really helped me change my life. It gave me the ideas to start my own business. So he asked me what I did. And that's when I told him I help people alleviate chronic pain, stress, anxiety, insomnia, so they can avoid surgeries. And he asked me to help him. And this is all public stuff. And then, so I did. And next day, people started coming up to me and saying, who are you? And what are you doing? Robert Kiyosaki is going around telling you or telling us that 
he's your body healer and he's looking for you to talk to you. And I said, Oh, okay. You know, I'll go find him and we can chat. And um, so that it definitely obviously gives you a little boost when someone like that um, is telling people that, but most importantly is he felt better. Yeah. And the pain that he couldn't get to go away and none of the healthcare professionals and doctors or anyone that he had been seeing for a while over a year, no one could help him, but I was able to help him alleviate the pain. And, and more often it's just when you see someone get that relief, oh Mm. my gosh, what a gift, what a gift to the world that they helped themselves get to that relief. So I just, I really enjoy what I do. Yeah. Well, it shows, it shows, it totally a hundred percent shows, but what really it is a gift because, you know, someone like that, or really anyone that you work with, and, Mm -hmm. and if you're able to help them get through that, I mean, just the things that they can accomplish. Exactly. And I guess one of the, you know, one of the lures to some working with someone like that is not just necessarily their fame, but they've, he's has impacted so many people. And when he's feeling better, he can do more of the good work to help right. more people. Yes. Because when, and, and I've worked with other very high profile people who I can't mention because they haven't told people, but I know that when they're see, working with me, they're suffering and they're not able to produce the content or the events that, you know, really help this world out. So if I can do that little piece and just be in the shadows where I'm like, okay, and helping you to be able to perform at your highest level, I'll take that. I love it. Absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. So, so this was a side note, a um, little bit <laughs> yeah. of a bunny trail, but as yeah. you were talking and telling your story, mm-hmm. the story of the photographer, that mm-hmm. is that where your love of photography came from? And I know that's a hobby, <laughs> but I was just curious. <laughs> no, actually, I I actually has, have liked it my whole life. I didn't know anything about photography until I started volunteering for a nonprofit back in 2016 and um, helping with logistics for this nonprofit. And then that's how I learned photography. And then I did some work and the National Geographic photo of the day came actually before I helped that photographer. So that was completely separate. Yeah. Well, I had to ask, and it's just a mm-hmm. mental note that I have been just paying attention to with people that I have been interviewing that are mm-hmm. successful is they have a, they have another interest outside of their main, whatever it is, their, you know, way, whatever way or gift they're helping the world in, they have mm-hmm. another side interest. So I just yeah. find it really yeah. interesting yeah. Um, that that's a, that's a love that you have. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about how that stress, how you can help people with the stress and anxiety mm-hmm. that they're experiencing. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of, we get into this cycle whenever we have, let's say it's pretty much any type of stress you experience something that triggers you. There's a nervous system in our body called our fight or flight nervous system that kicks in. And it also, it, you can either freeze or you can fawn too. So let's say you're people pleasing you're trying to dissuade someone, that's still a form of this hyper alert state. When you go into this state, it causes a physical change in your body. Besides the hormones and chemical, your muscles start to tighten up around your body and it makes you more rigid. And when your muscles start to tighten up around your body, if you are in a certain position with your rib cage, it can make it even more rigid. Also, 
we are taught from very young to sit up straight, shoulders back, suck up your gut, which actually turns on and stimulates that fight or flight nervous system because the back muscles start to compress on it. And so when that happens, you get caught in this cycle where you're sucking in your gut, you're holding your ribs high in order to help you get through a danger or a stressor. But at the same time, when you do that, that keeps you in that stress mode. So you kind of get into this loop where you can't get out because what you are taught really young by well-intentioned people actually keeps you in that tight stress mode and affects your ability to relax, calm down and release. So when you get into that position where everything is lifted and everything's tightening up, that also affects your breathing mechanics. Now you have to use your rib cage to breathe. So you see people lifting up the ribs to breathe instead of the diaphragm dropping down to pull air in. And so we just kind of get into almost this, this combination of different physical phenomenon that's going on that gets you into a stress mode that then can lead to anxiety and panic and chronic pain and even insomnia or the need for a, a surgery, orthopedic surgery. So what we're doing is changing that physical stimulus on the fight or flight nervous system so that how you hold yourself changes from stimulating you to be stressed into relaxing you and releasing so that emotions that are driven from mental and emotional stressors are not stored in your body. Mm. And so also then your breathing mechanics change and you actually feel your body release. And you can feel when you feel safe and secure in your body, the mental and emotional stressors are definitely not as triggering. Right. I can see how this works together because I mean, just because of the work I do and I see how people, well, I have, you know, I have the shoulder pain here and whatever we're working on and how Mm -hmm. some of those things can feel like they're moving through their body. So it's so Mm -hmm. related. So I'm loving this. So tell us how, well, is it talking about that? How does that chronic pain, how does that work into, or why does it work up into chronic pain? How does that even happen? So you know how we've been taught and I kind of mentioned chest out, shoulders back, suck up your gut. Mm -hmm. When you do that and you tip the front of your rib cage up or out, that actually changes you and gets you away from your natural state. Okay. When you do that, that decreases a lot of joint spaces throughout your whole entire body because your rib cage affects head on up and all the way pelvis on down. And so then when you have stress that leads to a muscle contraction that you're not aware of, it starts to pull on bones and joints and starts to pull them even more out of position than what they already were out of mm. position. And so when it starts to pull out of position, and this is so subtle because it's layers upon layers every day. And what happens then is eventually, and I see this all the time, some will have a really stressful event uh-huh. that's a me- mental or emotional, sometimes physical too. They go to bed and they wake up the next day and they're like, oh my gosh, I hurt. Where did that come from? And they can't figure it out. Well, what happened is that super stressor event caused a lot of muscle contraction on a body already out of position that from over the years and from how you hold it, the muscles contracted enough that it shifted the bones and the tendons and the tissues. And now they start butting up against each other. Mm. And because you don't realize this is happening, 
you don't know how to get out of it. And because you've passed over that sympathetic threshold where everything is just ramped up so much and you don't know how to get out of it because you haven't released on a daily basis, that's when it turns into a chronic pain. Mm -hmm. And sometimes external processes like physical therapy, chiropractic, massage, acupuncture, sometimes those can help and pull you down a notch. But more often than not, because that's an external thing applied to the body, like stretching and different things, more often than not, the pain comes back, hence the term chronic pain. And so you have to start working at the nervous system level. So it affects a change in the muscles, which can then create a change on the bony structure to get the impingement to stop. Wow. So incredible. So our bodies really are amazing. Yes. I mean... They really are. So I know you had talked about um, even improving. So what do you see with people that mm-hmm. go through this? Are they all? So well, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Are they all in pain? No, like, is everyone coming to you? Are they coming to you because they're in pain or is, or is it, tell me, tell me about that. Sometimes. So I'd say maybe half of the people I work with are in pain, some kind of physical pain. Uh-huh. I'd say, um, maybe 10% for insomnia that they've tried all the other methods that haven't worked. And then I'd say probably the other, um, 40% is probably some type of trauma, stress, anxiety, and panic. Okay. And they don't have any physical pain, but they've been told to come see me by a psychologist or psychiatrist, or just heard me at, you know, an event speaking or something. And they want to give it a try because nothing else has happened, has helped Mm. them. Mm. And so it's a smattering. Um, Sometimes I work with kids with their parents who have ADHD. So they're, they do get that as well. So it's just Mm. a range of different things. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We may have to talk after this, (laughs) but, but I'd love for you. Mm -hmm. So you had mentioned, um, insomnia tips. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I know there's so many people that struggle with insomnia. I've had that problem myself, you know, Mm -hmm. and I blamed it on hormones. I'm sure you have some other insights on, you know, some tips and things that, that you can help us with. So I'd love to hear that. And I know everybody's going to be loving this part. Yeah. So there's a ton of great work out there. Um, There's a book called Why We Sleep by Dr. Matthew Walker. He gives a ton of great information, like little tips throughout the day. And in a second, I'll go over some stuff that he doesn't cover. But some of the things, some of the basic tips, and you may see this in a lot of different sleep improvement tips, stuff like getting outside first thing in the morning to reset your circadian rhythm, minimizing caffeine to before 10 o'clock because it's actually blocking a hormone called adenosine from being um, taken up by receptors. And adenosine is your sleep pressure hormone. Mm. And so when caffeine takes the place of adenosine in the receptor, you don't feel that sleep pressure build up. And then of course, when the half-life of caffeine releases half of those caffeine molecules, all of a sudden you feel really sleepy. It's not because the caffeine gave you energy. It's just because it blocked the adenosine. Mm. And then of course, like going, you know, turning down the lights at night and getting rid of any in your bedroom, any LED lights or anything like that, that will disturb you. And those are some of the common tips out there. But one of the biggest things that I found that really works with people when they've tried all those other tips and they haven't really found a relief is 
working on calming yourself throughout the day. And here's why. If you physically have your body ramped up in high alert mode, where your rib cage is elevated, your shoulders are pulled back, you're sucking up your gut, you are physically, you yourself are choosing to tell your body you're in high alert, ramped up fight or flight mode. So the hormones, all the other body processes are going to follow that you're in a ramped up mode. And if you do this all day long without taking times to release the stress and attention and to find some calm throughout your day, when you go to bed at night and you close your eyeballs, your body's still in ramped up mode if it doesn't know anything different. Mm -hmm. And it's going to stay that way. So even though you close your eyes, your body is going to be telling your mind, hey, wait, no, I'm awake. I need to be thinking about this and this and this and this. And you start racing and you can't turn it off because no, I have this tomorrow and I have this tomorrow. And yes, I can write it down, but no, I, I, I just have to think about this too. And, and that's what happens because you haven't given your body permission to relax. Mm. So your mind thinks it should be active. That makes so much sense. Really? Yes. <laughs> now the key is implementing it, which, right. <laughs> which is hard for high achievers because when you tell them to relax, and I've had clients say this, I they'll tell me, no, I can't sit back in my chair. No, I can't let my belly relax and my belly hang out because I look awful and it means I'm lazy and I'm a slob and I'm not a high achiever anymore. And I tell them, I'm like, actually, you'll be more of a high achiever. Because if you can let your body relax, you're going to actually use more energy towards mm. performance of whatever task you need, instead of diverting energy into holding your body in a rigid state. Right. And you'll be able to sleep. And we all know restful sleep restores us and gives us more energy than pretty much anything else out there. Maybe hydration too, but but it's so powerful in restoring us and making us pleasurable to be around. <laughs> Absolutely. It's vital. It really Mm -hmm. is. And that's the thing. I feel like there's so many people that struggle with sleep, probably more than Mm -hmm. anything else. So this was very, 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 very helpful. Um, And you have a place that you want to lead us. Tell us about that. If people want to get in touch with you and if you're struggling with any of these things, I really Mm -hmm. highly recommend it because, um, such a big advocate of health. And like I said, if you want to get ahead in your career, you have to be able to deal with this part. Um, you have to be able to manage it because you can't get ahead without it. Yeah, you're absolutely right because your relationships depend on it. Yes. You, <laughs> emotional reactivity can harm so many relationships between people, their team, other, you know, business contacts. So highly, highly recommend this. And kind of the easiest way to reach out to me or find out more information is to go to my website. So it's paberinstitute.com. It's P-A-B-R institute.com. And that stands for pain, awareness, breathing, relief. And I'm the founder of this method. We always set up discovery calls before working with people because I want to make sure you know exactly what you're getting into. Um, or if you have questions, I just want to make sure it's the correct fit. Right. I love it. There was so much value here. I could, I think that you and I could probably talk all afternoon, but um, <laughs> I know that people would want to get on 
Um, but I do, I encourage you to just pay attention. If you're listening to this, pay attention to what you have going on in your body and mm -hmm. don't push it to the side. Don't push it under the rug. Like so many high achievers like to do, they like to ignore and keep going. And like you said, and then it blows up and then mm -hmm. it's a, oh my gosh, now what do I do? Um, yeah. and it slows you down. So it can literally slow you down if you don't address these things. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to see someone suffering, especially if someone's doing good work, it's really hard to see them suffering. And you'll see it occasionally on social media, someone says, I'm taking a month off. And you just know they're suffering. And I'm glad they're taking the month off to improve their health, their health. And hopefully, we can avoid more people having to do that and just get the health in check first. So it, you don't have to take the full month off. Right. Totally. Yeah. I did. So this was so amazing to have you on today. You. I really want to thank you for your time. And um, for everyone else that's listening, I want to encourage you to go to Amy's website, check it out, um, schedule a call. If you are one of those people that are, you know, high achieving and suffering or stressed or anxiety or whatever that is so that she can help you. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much, Kimberly. It's been wonderful. Thank you for being a part of the Mind for Success podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to go check out a free training that I have at 4hourresults.live. It's a training that I have on how you can increase your sales, move yourself or your team into massive action, and break through the plateau of your growth. And again, that free training can be found at 4hourresults.live. I hope you found massive value in listening today. Please always leave your comments, feedback, or questions. We check them all, and I want you to go achieve massive success and make sure you join us again next week. Have an amazing day.